Hi, my name is Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional adventurer. In this video, I'm going to tell you how to deal with everything going wrong in an expedition. Can you recover from it? Let's find out. How do you deal with everything going wrong in an expedition? I mean, the wheels have come off multiple conflicts have happened, and what do you do about it? That's what I'm going to talk to you in this video because I'm going to talk about 12 different things that can possibly go wrong and give you some ideas of how to recover from them and also tell you a story at the end of when everything went wrong in my expedition. So what are some of the things that go wrong? I have a good list of 12 different things in this video, so let's get right into them. The first and foremost is weather. Of all the things that can totally wreck your day, wreck your expedition, and derail your efforts, it's weather. How do you deal with when the weather goes totally crazy, you've got this raging storm outside, you have unexpected gale force winds that blow up on your rower across the Atlantic? How do you actually deal with them? The number one thing of how to deal with the weather is preparation and having the vision forward knowing that Okay, if everything goes terribly wrong, storms come in, three feet of snow falls, a hurricane blows through, you have to actually prepare for this well in advance because you have to have the right gear, the right knowledge, and the right teamwork and communication to deal with these particular circumstances. When I was in Denali a couple years ago, I was at 14,000 foot camp and going along great and a storm blew through and I thought, oh wow, that was pretty rough. Come to find out, it had dumped over three feet of snow south or south, yeah, below Windy Corner and people couldn't get through for days. So I knew that there was bad weather coming in when I was at 11,000 foot camp in a couple days and I decided, you know what, I need to push it harder. So I decided, all right, I'm gonna get up to 14,000 camp, come back down, do a cash run, come back, go back and drop everything and then get myself up there. And thank goodness I did because that next day, man, it came in and just dumped. I would have been locked in an 11,000 foot camp for days. So knowing a little bit of the forecast has a lot to do with it, but also just knowing that, hey, you might get stuck for a long time. How are you gonna deal with that? So on an expedition, you gotta prepare for it. The next thing is illness. Illness, oh my gosh. You get sick on the flight down to where you're going or flight up or, or flight sideways or wherever. You get an illness where you are. Maybe you get food poisoning, your food goes bad. I mean, there are lots of things to go wrong. So do you have enough medications and preparation to, if nothing else, evacuate from your expedition? Because when you get sick, you have to look at, am I seriously sick? Is this the cold? This is the flu? You know, who knows what? There's a long list of illnesses that can hit you. Maybe you get malaria. I mean, I've been sick so many times international traveling. It's like, oh, hey, I'm sick again. But I always make sure to stock up on medications, drugs, antibiotics, anti-malarials, whatever I'm going to need before I get there. Because often in an expedition situation, there's just like, if you didn't bring it, you don't have it. And this could again necessitate an evacuation. This is a definite preparedness. And that brings us to the other thing of injury from you know illness is injury because 
Injury, the, the list of injuries is beyond imagination. Broken bones, torn ligaments, uh, muscles, falling down, smashing yourself. I mean, who knows? You, you, you watch these shows on YouTube or on TV, and the list of injuries is countless. So how do you avoid them? You have to look at every possible objective and subjective risk factor as you're going through the location you're in. And you have to say, okay, is this worth the risk? Will I get injured? Will somebody in my party get injured? And if so, how am I going to deal with this? Evacuate, uh, repair, maybe it's minor, it's no big deal, or it's a major one, man, people are gonna die. Do you have the communications equipment ready? Are you prepared with your first aid training? This is all something you got to think about ahead. And that goes from illness and then injury. Now you talk about sickness where you are long-term sick, like a malaria or something, where or dengue fever or yellow fever or, God forbid, rabies. When I went to India, when I was filming in India, I had to say, you know what? I need some rabies preparation. There's no real inoculation that the doc, uh, my, my infectious disease doc said I should get because I wasn't in a hyper risky area. It just said, be really careful. But do you have a plan that if you get bit by a dog or a bat or whatever, do you have a plan to get out? That can be a big, big deal. The next thing you have to watch out for when everything goes wrong is gear failure. Maybe your vehicle fails, your communication equipment goes wrong gear breaks, your tent tears, uh, things are lost, broken, didn't show up. How are you going to deal with that? Now, this is where a little bit more ingenuity comes in of, sure, you got to bring your multi-tool, maybe a sewing kit. Did you bring a sewing kit? Now, when I, when I backpack, when I hike, when I go on bigger expeditions, I always bring a sewing kit because you'd be amazed how much more powerful and capable sewing is than you know trying to tape things together because sewing is actually a very solid permanent fix compared to say duct tape now if duct tape will get you going and you, you slather a piece of duct tape on the problem and it gets going great because sewing does take time but if you have say hey i'm, I'm going to stop for lunch there's this tear in my backpack and i gotta fix it well as you're chowing your next meal and you're sitting there whip stitching something together the power and confidence that gives you is absolutely like like super uplifting. Now the next problem I don't have too much because I'm a soloist is people conflict. How are you going to deal with a conflict arising with the people on your expedition? That's huge because you can get through a lot of other technical things when people pull together, but when people push apart and they're arguing and there's a big debate and a problem, how are you going to deal with that? That is huge. I mean, I had a minor meltdown when I was in Kilimanjaro. I got sick and told everybody, hey, you know, we need to get going. And like, oh, we, we can't. We're tired. I'm like, well, I'm going to puke my guts out, so I better start heading down. So people conflict can be disastrous because people aren't going to want to, oops, <laughs> people aren't going to want to keep moving on or or they break up the expedition or all of a sudden people start going home. So making sure your team is fully compatible is a major, major factor in the success of your expedition. And that leads us to the next point of animal conflict. Are you prepared to deal with the animals where you are going? Other than the middle of Antarctica, there are animals all around the planet and there is a possibility of snakes, elephants, 
polar bears. Uh, I guess vultures won't attack you, but you know, who knows? I mean, are you ready for it? Do you need to defend yourself with a weapon or just watch out or be careful or don't step over logs, step on them so you don't get bit by a fair de lance in Guatemala? I mean, that, that that's a major, major thing. <laughs> now, the next problem that could be really rough on your expedition is funding failure. Let's say you're out, you're trekking around, you're having a good time, you're working towards your expedition goal, and then all of a sudden you get a communique, text message, you know, you know, satellite call, whatever, saying, hey, we've got a problem with your funding, you're going to need to come home. Ooh, that has happened to people. Thank goodness most of my expeditions are self-funded, so you know, <laughs> I have no real problems. But just realize that there is a possibility that you could be out there, you could be marching along, and you get a call, hey, your funding's pulled, you need to come home. Do you have the paperwork, the legal backup, and everything to prevent that from happening? Just like if you're doing crowdfunding, uh, that's something, that's a major, major consideration. The next thing that leads to that is uh, travel problems. You miss a flight, a flight's canceled, your equipment doesn't show up because it's lost. Can you replace your equipment? Uh, you, you get hung up and I, I was doing gonna do filming in Ireland and oh, the, a hurricane blew through Ireland. What was my backup plan? As I was flying over there, I'm like, oh boy, you know what? I'm gonna catch a, an Aer Lingus flight over to Paris, do some filming there, and then wing back to Ireland after it was all over. If Ireland was severely damaged, what was my backup plan? Well, go to Morocco. I love Morocco. Go film down there, make a show, have a good time of it. So if you're on an expedition, usually you're on a direct plan. I had the same problem happen when I was flying to Tanzania for my Kilimanjaro expedition. The flight, there was a problem with the flight out of San Francisco. They couldn't make it. And boom, now what are you going to do? Well, I had prepared knowing there is that possibility, so I bought my ticket to arrive an extra day in advance of the advance day we were supposed to meet up, knowing this this could happen, and it totally worked out because I got to spend an extra day in Amsterdam, and then I met up with my team the next day. So flying out one extra day early can make all the difference. What happens when you have a navigation failure? If you're highly dependent on navigation, you need backup, maybe triple backup. I had three compasses in Antarctica, two main GPSs, each phone had a GPS, my military transponder had a GPS. I mean, if you need uh, navigation and it's critical to your expedition, bring backup, bring backup to your backup. Hide your backup in a double Ziploc bag so it can't get squished because if that navigation is critical to your success and possibly survival, and your, your silly little GPS dies, it falls in the water with the, with the, the back open and it cr croaks, what are you going to do? Because if you're dependent on that thing, you're toast. What about food failure? What happens when your food goes bad, when your food's missing, when your food is eaten by an animal, a bear in the Sierras? Do you have a plan to deal with that? I had a bear sniffing around my bear canister when I was hiking around ray lakes loop in king's canyon man that guy would not give up but fortunately i had all my food in a uh, national park service approved bear canister he batted around and you know it was fortunately all fine but some other people lost their food i had food go bad in antarctica i mean like even though it was minus 40 degrees 
My food actually went rancid because it got too hot in the bag. It's a very esoteric problem. Are you ready to deal with that and what's your backup plan? And the final failure potential is water. What happens if you can't get water, if the water you were expecting isn't there, if the water you were expecting is there but it's toxic or it has tons of microbes or it's gross, how do you deal with that? Did you bring an extra filter system, some Aquamira, an extra Sawyer if your Sawyer freezes and gets ruined? How are you going to be prepared for that? Are you going to be able to boil water if nothing else? That's always a great backup plan of, hey, you know what, my, my Aquamira died, my Sawyer died, can I still boil water in a pot? Probably, just to get away with it. So those are something to think about. So that, that list of 12 different things there are all sorts of ways that everything can go wrong in expedition and give you some ideas of how to get out of it. Now my story, <laughs> on about the 12th day of my expedition in Antarctica, I coughed up blood. I was so sick from a lung infection, I was outside coughing. <laughs> Just like that. And I coughed so hard there was blood on the snow. That was bad. Fortunately, I had brought antibiotics knowing that getting sick while traveling through Chile was a possibility. Thank goodness I did. So sickness, injury, inability to travel all wraps up mostly in planning in advance and being ready for all possible circumstances. My book here, Adventure Expedition 1, does talk about all these different things and more. Check out the link below. It's, it's super handy. It's very entertaining reading. Available in print, hardback, Kindle, yada, yada, yada. My name's Aaron Linsdow. I'm a polar explorer and professional adventurer. I hope you found this video useful on how to deal with everything going wrong on your expedition. Please like and comment on the video, and if you found it helpful, subscribe to the channel. Thank you very much for watching, and enjoy your adventures.